Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up! And call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid back nature. He's a family man and being a country mega star while also having seven kids, you know, he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. All right, uh, big story from this afternoon. L.A. City Council member Kevin Leon broke his silence. He went on Univision. That'll air later tonight, but it's in Spanish, so not much we're going to do that. But he talked to CBS 2's Tom Waite. We'll probably play a little more of it this hour. They're airing that this afternoon on their We'll, local newscast we'll, channel two will give you a clue there's a lot of pain and a lot of healing, healing needs to be done yes mm, engaging reflecting reflecting engaging healing reaching out right one of the highlights is um he didn't actually talk to mike bonnet to apologize he left a voicemail <laughs> i guess bonnet didn't call him back huh yeah and they were uh, in the uh, council chambers together on the tuesday when bonnet was crying that's right, because Leon was, was there briefly. And Leon couldn't find his way to Bonin. Hmm. It was very Strange. difficult. Kept saying it was very It's a good difficult. thing he didn't. He might have gotten COVID. That could have saved his life. Could wow. have. People do could die have. from COVID. Could have been the best decision. All right, we are now going to tell One you. other thing. One yes. other thing before what? we move on. Actually, two. The final keyword is coming up. Your chance for cash. Inflation bonus at 520. And tomorrow at 405, Rick Caruso is our guest. We hope this is Los Angeles' next mayor. Four o'clock, I thought. I said four o'clock. You did? Okay, sorry. I used to watch in baseball. Stop it! I have two games on now. Turn the games. Ray, get in there. Oh, I can't. Ray's not going <laughs> to Ray's not going to turn it off. I said four o'clock, yes. Okay. I don't know o'clock. what you heard, but... All right. Yes. Sorry. Uh, I have no TVs in front of me, so... Uh, Right I have screens, now, but they're internet stuff. All right, right now, you, uh, they we're going to tell you about Proposition 30. You probably don't know anything about it. I uh, don't. Uh, we have the campaign manager for No on 30. His name is Matt Rodriguez, and uh, Matt's going to explain it in detail. But uh, to give you a quick line here, it would raise taxes by 1.75 percentage points if you earned more than $2 million or more. 
and it's going to raise uh, several billion dollars to help buy electric cars. Hmm. Uh, it's sponsored by Lyft. See, Lyft has a mandate. Their fleet has to be mostly electric by 2030. Uh, so they don't want to buy the cars at, at, at full price. Um, they want to make it uh, cheaper for them to purchase the cars or have their drivers purchase the cars. And, that, you know, that's really the gist of this. That was the point of getting this on the ballot. Uh, let's get and to- the, uh, by the way, the title, which is always deceptive, provides funding for programs to reduce air pollution mm-hmm. and prevent wildfires by increasing tax on personal income over two million dollars. That's the actual title of this. Yeah. No, it's it's about uh, it's about giving a huge windfall to Lyft. Uh, let's uh, get Matt on. Matt Rodriguez, no one thirty campaign manager. How are you? Matt, how uh, we're oh. we're fine. Okay. Um, how would this work? How does Lyft benefit in the end after these uh, wealthy people are hosed for the extra tax money? How does the tax money well, get to Lyft? Of, yeah. Well, a lot of other people are going to get hosed, and then we'll get to that. Um, so, look, basically the way this works is that, as you mentioned, there's a 1.75% uh, uh, tax increase on people making about $2 million. That money would go into a fund that would be administered by the California Air Resources Board. They call it CARB uh, for short. Uh, and what basically they have written into the measure, and they snuck it in there. This is what's great about the measure. You mentioned the, the title. It sounds great. What they snuck in there is they prioritized commercial vehicles and vehicles that are called high-utilization vehicles. And that is defined, actually, as rideshare companies, those types of cars that are out on the road all the time at airports and you know uh, restaurants and whatever. And so they basically are going to get themselves to go to the front of the line. And the reason why they need to do this is they've been lobbying now for several years, both the legislature as well as the Air Resources Board, for these taxpayer subsidies they've been denied. And now they went to the ballot to fund it themselves to see if they can get it this way. But now they've been able to insert language in there that will allow them to jump the line and get in front and then claim these taxpayer subsidies. So they've basically been trying this for several years. They couldn't do it on their own. And so they're now going directly to the California taxpayer to do it for them. And I, presumably they're going to be able to buy electric cars at, at, at a big discount because there's going to be subsidies. Yeah. Well, what? yeah. So what they're doing, it's, it's a combination of them buying them. They lease some of them back to their drivers. And some of it is just helping to direct these subsidies to their drivers. Because you have to realize most of these rideshare companies, folks are only driving 10 or 15 hours a week at most. They're part-time they are not necessarily full-time. There are a few, but most of them are part-time. So the incentive to switch over your vehicle at, say, 2030, in the year 2030 or 2031, why would you do that? You're not going to do that if you're the mom who drives a few hours when you drop your kid off at school, or you're not going to do that if you're the senior who drives from 10 to 2 but doesn't drive at night, or the college student who drives a little bit to pick up a couple of extra bucks for beer on the weekends. So what's the incentive for them to switch over? Lyft needs as many subsidies as possible to incent them onto their platform because if they don't have enough drivers that are driving electric vehicles, they're not going to have enough drivers on the road. And if they don't have enough drivers on the road, the wait times get very long and the prices go up and people won't take their cars and Lyft then basically collapses. So it's an economic funding model that they need because if they don't have drivers, they can't pick people up in time and people will go to other taxis or Uber or whatever it happens to be. And this has been Lyft's problem that they've been trying to solve from the beginning. Now, this ballot measure, though, doesn't specifically designate the tax money to Lyft drivers to get electric cars, does it? 
No, it, it designates it has certain sort of it has certain parameters, but it does have special language in there for companies like Lyft, which are ride sharing so companies. Lyft so what is, they are going to do is they're going to go lobby. Lyft is going to have yeah. to buy the cars, and then the drivers could lease them from Lyft. Well, Lyft has some programs that does that. <clears throat> no, what they're more likely to do is they will advocate for subsidies, and then they will be able to push their drivers that come on their platform. They will apply. push them to qualify to, to apply for these subsidies. They want to get as much, but they need as much money of that as possible, or drivers just won't switch over. All right, but now they what's will the part? Them do that themselves. What's the part about battling wildfire? Is what, what, what is is that real in this ballot measure? <laughs> Yeah, you like that one? That sounds. Uh, can't imagine that wasn't poll tested uh, over and over. Uh, look, they're only funding. They're only putting about twenty percent into wildfire mitigation. It's just your classic. Their entire campaign is about wildfires. They're putting only one out of every five dollars into it. Four out of every five is going into subsidies or programs that, in some form, will help lift. So they're using the wildfire excuse because, of course, everyone's concerned about wildfires. But that's just a complete red right, herring. It's their, it's their right, kind of because the state has a $100 billion surplus, so they have plenty of money to uh, do wildfire prevention on their own. There's no need for this, this extra has been, tax. Lyft, Lyft did not spend – Lyft has spent all of this money lobbying the Air Resources Board, lobbying the legislature. You know what they didn't lobby this year? The, hundred billion, the, the legislature for using $100 billion for supposedly this extra money that they need for wildfires. The money was there. They were nowhere to be found. Because they knew they were always going to the ballot. Because they know the wildfire prevention is not their issue. Their issue is the subsidies for these cars. And that's what they needed. And they knew they weren't going to get it from the governor. They knew they weren't going to get it from the legislature. So here we are. This, so, this really bothers me that you know a single company can engineer a huge tax increase for its own benefit. And then they throw in a, a cover story. A minor amount of the money is going to go for fire prevention. I mean, this is really devious stuff here. I have to say, I've been doing this business longer than I care to remember. Um, and you'll see, look, plenty of companies go to the ballot or they do a lot of lobbying for a variety of things. We all know this. This is no, you know, <laughs> there's no big mystery. Um, and I've seen companies go to the ballot to try to get access to a market. You saw it this year with the gaming initiatives, right? Mm -hmm. Some of the tribes or the online folks, they were, you know, they were putting in money and saying, look, if we get access to the market, we'll put this much money towards whatever program they thought would be attractive to voters. Now, you can agree with that. You can disagree with that. But it at least comes out of the funding or the, the revenues that they would be generated. This is the first time I can remember here or in any state where a company was like, we've got a business expense. We're struggling right now as a company, so we need someone else to pay for it. We're going to find these other people to pay for it for us. I've actually never seen that in my years in the business. So if this passes, you can get ready to, for Katie to bar the door here because every co every corporation is going to be like, well, why don't I just write tax policy here and, and take a piece of it? Because that's what well, they want to do. And they can fool the public with a cover story like fire prevention. That's Well, that's what you'll do. You'll spend two years yeah. coming next, up with a story. Next they, one's going to be yeah, for cancer research or, no, you know, no. giving poor children pre-kindergarten or whatever the issue now, of Matt, the day I'm, is. Now, Matt, I'm Rainbow. reading that, it, that's, that this is passing in the polls uh, to push the person of a high-income tax bracket over 15%. I mean, that's astonishing if this passes. Well, I think what I would say is it is, but it's been dropping. It has dropped about 30 points between where it started in the mid-60s. It's now down to the low 50s or high 40s. We've gone from the low 30s and we're up into the 40s. And I mention that because, and your listeners know this, people in California, and you know it, you, people in California start to focus on their ballot in the last two or three weeks. They start to actually do research. And as folks have been paying attention, look, the ballot title in summary sounds good. Who's against stopping wildfires? You know, let's, you know, who doesn't want to have the climate feel better? 
but voters sort of are cynical, and they're in a particularly cynical mood, as you know right now. People are very unhappy with what's going on out there. So we have shown a, shown a consistent erosion of their support over the course of the last two months. The question is, do we have enough runway to get our plane off the ground and, and educate enough voters on what's really in this? It's a no-brainer. Could, we just have to talk to enough folks. Can you explain why the Democrats in Sacramento support this, but Newsom's a no. You've made a commercial no. What happened there? Well, yeah, I would say a couple of things, and we've been working closely with the governor on this. I'll say two things. I, first, on the Democratic side, look, the bottom line is Lyft has been working on this for almost two years. So they have been, you know, they've put in $4 million, if your listeners will appreciate this, they put in $4 million into the California Democratic Party. So in addition to the $45 million they've put into this. So the first is they've been moving their money around to get allies, number one. Number two, a lot of folks, and we've heard this from actually a lot of elected officials, they didn't exactly know what was in here. They just thought climate change, this sounds good. So I think there was a little bit of hiding the ball, even with with elected officials, not a big surprise. In terms of the governor, look, no governor in his right mind would put up with this. And this is a Republican or a Democrat. There's no way Gavin is against this because he is he's going to be the one who has to bear the brunt of this. If there's a recession and we go into a huge deficit and he needs money, this money gets lockboxed away. You can't use it. And then he's going to be the one who has to make a decision. Are you cutting um, homelessness services, crime prevention, public safety. He's going to be after one who goes and explains that to the voters. And I think that he knows that this is something that is, is a horrible precedent and is really going to come back on him, frankly. And that's why he's against us. All right, Matt, we appreciate you coming on. Thanks for your time. Thanks so much. I really appreciate it. All right. Matt Rodriguez is uh, the campaign manager for no on Proposition 30. John and Ken are no on Prop 30. So is Dippity do Gavin Newsom. Oh, that's this a, is the one. This is this, a real dishonest proposition. Yeah, this would raise income taxes on the top earners, two million or more, to over fifteen percent to fund electric car subsidies. Don't be blinded by just reflexive hatred against uh, millionaires. This is going to open up a, a, a just a a, a, har- a box of horrors. Oh, everybody will be trying to get money right, right. by putting ballot. We're measures. all going to end up getting taxed. And there's always going to be a really sweet, cool cover story like fire prevention. This is terrible. Uh, All right, more coming up on the John and Ken Show, including the keywords you need so you possibly get the inflation bonus money. KFI AM640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. The mayor of San Francisco, London Breed, apparently held a news event today pleading for companies to make their workers come back and fill the offices of that city. It's killing them, obviously, not to have that in their economy. And those are generally good people. They actually work. Uh, Meanwhile, a company Uh, that I'm not. Yes. Somebody should stand up and say, get the homeless and the criminals out of the city. And maybe a few of us will come back. That's a big part of why they're not coming back. It's expensive there. And I think people took advantage of the pandemic to say, I I don't want to go back there. It's dangerous. People, what did I read? Like half the people have had their cars broken. Some crazy stat like that. No. Well, today, an outdoor clothing company called Cotopaxi announced it's closing its San Francisco store due to multiple break-ins and a rise in crime in the area. In fact, the CEO of the company called out the city specifically. We opened a retail store a year ago on Hayes Street, charming shopping district just blocks away from the famous Full House home. Our first week there, our windows were smashed and thousands of dollars of product were stolen. We replaced the window. It immediately happened again four times. We replaced the window with plywood as we waited for a month plus to get a metal security gate installed. 
Demand for those gates is is creating huge delays. As of today, we're closing this store due to rampant organized theft and lack of safety for our team. Our store is hit by organized theft rings several times per week. They enter the store, grab thousands of dollars of product, and walk out. We started keeping the door locked and opening it only for customers. But even then, they'll have a woman go to the door and then hiding individuals rush into the store as soon as the door opens. Our Uh, team is terrified. They feel unsafe. And the the statement goes on from the CEO. Let let, let me ask you this. Uh, uh, Can I keep saying that these these progressive groups and these progressive officials that are pushing this uh, anything goes philosophy, right? Without any punishments. If you wanted to destroy a city, if your goal was to d- destroy a city, what would you do differently? This is what they want to do. This is how you destroy a city. If I was going to destroy a city, you know, without dropping a bomb, I would stop enforcing all the laws. That's and what they've wanted- done. And now the city's getting destroyed. Portland's been destroyed this way, too. So do you see now that that was the point of these progressive groups is to destroy capitalism, to destroy our economy, our way of life? But these elected officials, they have to pay with the voters, right? Have they? No, I got rid of the DA in San Francisco, right? A couple of board members, the school board, but but that was stuff they said. Generally, who in L.A. is paid? Nobody. Who in Portland is paid? Nobody. I, I mean, for the most part... They've all gotten away with it. And there's a worse crop coming in here in L.A. What, what, what I'm saying is this was the point. The point was to drive out the workers and drive out the companies, to drive out the tourists. Oh, and by the way, a brand new poll came out that more residents of San Francisco are looking to relocate within the next year than people in any other major metropolitan area in the country. Eight percent of the city's population is planning on moving to a different city. Uh, about 18% of residents in the SF metro area are also planning to move from their home in the next year. So that trend continues. Uh, and just to show you how unbalanced and nutty it is there, great story today. San Francisco is spending $1.7 million to build a single public toilet. <laughs> this, this is not a joke. I stared at this. I like, can this be? The proposed facility would include just one toilet in a 150-foot space. Uh, apparently, it got caught up in the bureaucracy and supply chain challenges and inflation. Really? No, this is... A- and it's going in an area that already has plumbing, so that's not part of the expense. Right? They didn't have to build plumbing to this... I guess it's like a gigantic public well, toilet. I don't know what. Here's a story. Is it one of those ones where the doors kind of, you ever see those big public toilets where you yeah. can go in there like a big booth? Well, here, here's what it says in the National Review. First, an architect has to draw plans for the toilet, which is presented to the public for feedback. Hmm. What would the <laughs> feedback be? Uh, I, the, the bowl's a little narrow for my rear end. I, I don't know. The Art Commission has a Civic Design Review Committee responsible for conducting a multi-phase review of the toilet. According to the Art Commission website, the committee evaluates each project's design scale and massing for accessibility, safety, and aesthetic merit. The review process ensures that each project's design is appropriate to the context in the urban environment and that structures of the highest design quality reflect, reflect their civic stature. 
Before the project is put out for bid, it is subject to review under the California Environmental Quality Act. The public toilet will be built by union workers who will earn a living wage and benefits, according to the Rex and Park Department. Uh, while this isn't the cheapest way to build, it reflects San Francisco's values. They actually gathered today to announce the $1.7 million state budget win to build the toilet in this well, place in San by Francisco. The way, your tax money, state tax money is being used for this. They went to a California assemblyman named Matt Haney. He got the $1.7 million funding from the state to install the toilet. And, the and reason, he's very proud of it. It's pork. He said the Rec and Parks Department told him that was the going rate for a public bathroom. The city said that the $1.7 million estimate is extremely rough. They told me $1.7 million. I got $1.7 million. I didn't have the option of bringing home less of the bacon when it came to building a toilet. A half a toilet or a toilet maybe someone is going to use very much. I, it's a completely corrupt system is what it is. I, I think from what I remember, not that this matters, but some of these are self-cleaning. That's kind of the idea behind them. So after you, know, you go in this big booth that closes and you come out, supposedly it kind of scrubs itself. I don't it's know. a lot cheaper to hire a janitor with a bucket and a scrubber. Just stands there and waits till you come out, right? That's right. Well, that's what they do at some of the public outhouses. There is a guy that has to stand there and clean well, after that's, every... That's much more economical. $1.7 million of state tax money. They're not even using San Francisco tax money for this. You work today, a little piece of what you worked for today is going for that toilet. All right, uh, when we come back, we'll play again a little more of the interview that Kevin Leon did with um, CBS 2's Tom Waite about his decision, which seems firm. He's not going to resign from the LA City Council. John and Ken, KFI, AM 640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, a reminder, the moist line comes today, uh, tomorrow, rather the day after tomorrow. I was just reading something that made me laugh. Uh, you can leave a message using the iHeartRadio app. It's easy with the microphone icon there for you to leave that message or call the toll-free number 1-877-MOIST-86, 1-877-664-7886. Also, tomorrow at 4.05, our guest is Rick Caruso, who would like to be L.A.'s next mayor. He will join us for two segments on the John and Ken Show at 4.05. He had a good poll today from uh, the L.A. Daily News. Southern California News Group poll. 40 yes. to 37 ahead of Karen Bass. Let's hope it's true and real. So they say. Uh, I was just reading the Post-exclusive, New York Post. A five-year-old boy claims he was an African-American woman killed in a fire and reincarnated, and uh, he can prove it. <clears throat> Little Luke Ruhlman <clears throat> spooked his parents as he began incessantly insisting he used to be a woman named Pam when he was just two years old. Are you liking this story? I don't know. Her son began speaking of a woman named Pam from a young age. Family didn't know anybody that name. That name. One day, Luke finally explained it. He turned to me and said, well, I was. I used to be, but I died and I went up to heaven. I saw God and eventually God pushed me back down and I was a baby and you named me Luke. What do you think? You're buying this? Of course not. The son How provided he? her. He's five. Spine-chilling the... details, including telling his family he traveled on a train to Chicago, but the family actually lives in Cincinnati and never been there. When I was a girl, I had black hair. I used to have earrings like that when I was a girl. Oh, he must be watching all the uh, transgender news. And eventually, the mother learned of a woman named Pam Robinson, one of 19 people killed in a fire in Chicago in 1993. 
Woo. I never no. believe that crap. No. no, no. All right, uh, we have audio, and we'll play it for as long as we can stand it. You're going to hear a lot about healing. Kevin Leon, the LA City Council member, has been doing interviews finally. He's appearing on Univision tonight, but he also sat down with a Channel 2 reporter, Tom Waite. Here is part of that interview. I have to do the hard work. I have to repair. I have to help heal. I have to help restore. And that means rolling up my sleeves and engaging with my constituents. That means engaging with the communities <laughs> that were deeply pained. And that will they engage angered. with you, do you think? You know, that's my hope. It's my hope that they will engage with that dialogue because we have to heal together. Engage in dialogue. We can't heal at the exclusion, you know, of those who help cause He was the given the buzzwords. We have to help. help we have to help. Oh. Pledge of allegiance. Move together, and we have to heal together. Four. What's the four first heels. step? I mean, I mean, how? Like, what does that look like? Is it? Does it mean reaching out to certain like? you guys, uh, stop, organizations? Stop, stop a second. It is pretty comical when you what? hear this. Yeah. By the way, who out there is suffering? Like, is there? Uh, can, we have a list of people who are. People are reeling. The Times said but so. Reeling. Who are they? Have you seen any of these people? I haven't. Maybe I don't get out enough. Did I have you? I mean. Did you watch all of Bonin's tearful speech? I mean, he said in there, we've all been cut and ripped open. No? Uh, isn't this the, 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 the largest display of narcissism? I, I, I'm, it's just narcissism. Oh, here's what Bonin said. These people stabbed us and shot us and cut the spirit of L.A. See, that's the healing that's, that's needed. That's the we healing part? Well, uh, stabbed uh, and shot. Is that a little dramatic? <laughs> just a tidy bit? That's part of what he said last week, right? <laughs> That's is that a, is that a rational response from a normal person? Do you know anybody who talks like that? These people are really are unhinged. They really are crazy, crazy. Well, you're right. It's narcissism. They want narcissism. But, but this has become such a big international but story that I, they really feel like they're at the they, center of you talk, the world. But they, they they make it sound like there's been a mass murder. Like there's hundreds of bodies in the street. All the pain and the suffering and the healing. It's, what the hell are you talking about? Nobody was hurt. Nobody was injured. People hurt a, a, a bunch of dirtbag politicians. Sticks and stones. Ragging on other politicians. Yeah. I'm, I'm amazed at that. All right, I'll go back to the reincarnated kid story for you. <laughs> or should we just run the baseball games? Oh, we can talk about animals. Oh, no. I opened the door. <laughs> I got the NBA on in my studio. Oh, there you go. yeah. Right. Game right. one of our 82 game schedule. Thank you. The Lakers win last night? No. 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 Uh oh. 123 109. Golden State. Oh, they couldn't hit a shot to save their life. I didn't even recognize half the players. I was watching the fourth quarter. I said, Who are these people? Well, th yeah, those are all the rookies and two way guys. LeBron had, they made LeBron stay in the game till almost the end, but there was three or four guys. I'm like, well, I never saw them before. All right. Uh, you had enough of Leon then, John? Yeah, I do. I, I, I uh, you know what though? The word, the words healing have been banned. And what about uh, moving forward? Uh, hard moving, work, hard repair, work, engage, restore, restore all of them. I don't want to hear them anymore. That's a lot of, Deborah, you taking notes? I am. Yeah. Uh, that includes her newscasts. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I'm quoting somebody. Yeah, you have to quote somebody. All right, the story that we're coming back with is a great one concerning California, so proud of what it does to battle climate emissions. You're going to love this. Next, 
John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Well, you'll love this story. All we've heard about since, uh, what, 2006, when they passed the Global Warming Solutions Act. Schwarzenegger was governor. Fabian Nunez was speaker. We got to lead the way in climate policies. Well, all wiped out. According to researchers at the Energy Policy Institute at the University of Chicago, wildfires in California just in 2020 produced twice the amount of carbon emissions that the state climate policies have eliminated over the past 20 years. That's uh, it. This is stunning. Just wiped it out. California. And, and what do they really do about the wildfires and all that we talked about with wildfire mitigation, right? Clearing the land, as Trump liked to say, you know, raking the leaves. Well, these things we should have done. Should have The emphasis should have been completely on... on Changing the wildfire scenario. Instead, right. uh, they're, they they're, worry about what car we drive. Their in, in, environmental regulations caused this catastrophe to happen uh, because their environmental regulations wouldn't let anyone touch the forests, thin out the trees, get rid of the underbrush, do the controlled burns. Go after PG&E and its stupid, outdated oh, equipment. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, make PG&E, bury the uh, uh, electric lines. So, so get this. In the last 20 years, the regulations led to a decline of 65 million metric tons of greenhouse gases. But the wildfires in 2020 alone produced double 127 metric tons. 127 million metric tons. So the got- response would be, it's a good thing we did something and we'd have all of that on top of our emissions. No, I mean, it, it, well, see, all these uh, emissions regulations are about controlling our life and controlling industry. It, it, it didn't make life better. I mean, 127 million metric tons out of the one year's worth of wildfires, and that's, and that's more than twice 20 years worth of savings? These policies are pointless. And we know the worst of them are often caused by PG&E. And didn't we find this out, too, with another utility? Remember SoCal Gas and that gas leak up in Porter Ranch oh, the, when the, Jerry Brown was governor? The All met, the methane that leaked out was also leak. enormous. Well, yes, it was. You know that Nordic, uh, that Nord Stream pipeline that, that somebody blew up? You know, the natural gas pipeline to Germany? Yeah, they, they got some leaks in it, yeah. Uh, I think they patched the leaks, though. But, huge yeah. amount of methane, though, escaped. Huge ah. amount. I mean, that that itself was a natural uh, disaster for the the climate. I, But it shows you this is all this is all just nonsense. It is. There is but, but the people are suffering with the high gas prices and everything else we've had to go through here. To be uh, sacrificed at the altar of uh, climate change policy, when if they'd done more to prevent the fires, would have done much more good if that's what they really wanted, right? I can't believe. I can't believe twice the greenhouse gas savings over 20 years was wiped out in one year worth of wildfires. And I remember that that story from a couple of years back because 2020 was a pretty big wildfire year. 21 and 22 haven't matched it. And, and we were reading all these stories and doing all these hours on the air. And one of the things that came up was that California just focuses all of its resources on just trying to put out the fires. They don't do anything about trying to mitigate the chance of the fires. 
which we just talked about, forest clearing. Yeah, well, because why, why is that? Cause, Underground wires. Because it, it starts at the top, right? Newsom, Brown before Brown, that. Schwarzenegger, they're all Dumbinos. They're all stupid guys. They're they don't what? understand any of this stuff. Did you say Dumbinos? Dumbinos, yes. Is this Italian or? That's Italian for a uh, dumb guy. The Dumbino. I didn't know you knew that word. Oh, sure. I sp- I'm very uh, multilingual. Uh, fluent in a number of languages. Wow, look who's back from the dead here. You don't know also in Italian is uh, babu means idiot. <laughs> well, there are a bunch of baboos. Yeah, but but people don't know that. So you go, hey, babu, how you doing? And the guy <laughs> well, thinks, uh, you know, you're, yeah, you're on his uh, side, a friend of his, <laughs> but you're not. Right? Uh, All right, uh, Kevin DeLeon in the news. Uh, he's going to, he says no, he's not leaving. Well, we'll find out That's what's going right. on with that dude, right? What the hell? Uh, George Slaughter's coming on with us. George Slaughter was one of the big influential guys in my dad's career. He won uh, a bunch of Grammys, a bunch of Emmys, I mean, uh, um, Emmys and all that stuff. But he produces probably about, uh, like over the years, like 80% of what he's done, you've probably known. And so he's coming on with us uh, uh, on the phone. And then also the the 50 rattiest cities, two California cities make the top five again. So congratulations. There's one pretty close to us. I bet you can tell which one. (laughs) No. Right right next door here. That's right. Yeah. And uh, Vin Scully's estate, Hidden, Hidden Hills, is up for sale. $15 million. Is that right? The yeah. whole house? Yeah. I heard they were selling some see, of his stuff, too. Did you see the aerial photo? He had quite a oh, I know. mansion, a real big spread. Yeah. Well, I mean, and, you know, uh, you work for 65 years for the same company. Yeah. That's, uh, Dodgers paid him well. Yeah, right. Dodgers going to lay some dough on that dude. <laughs> Legendary. Plus right. the Farmer John money, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, Easternmost in freshness or easternmost in flavor, <laughs> westernmost in freshness. Very good. Farmer John. Big All right, Dig Dog, Dog, you're the back. Years of Farmer John commercials in your head. Uh, we've got That's Mike great. Yeah, the Dig news. Dog. Come on. KFI Chaos THD2, Los Angeles, Orange County, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 